From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, March 1st. I'm Sarah Reif. The Board of Supervisors voted unanimously on February 27th to offer a hiring bonus to entice an Ag Commissioner to head up the Ag Department. The county has been without an Ag Commissioner since 2022. This puts farmers and customers of any business that uses scales or other measuring devices at a disadvantage because the Ag Commissioner also serves as the sealer of weights and measures. Devin Bohr, the executive director of the Mendocino County Farm Bureau, said the industry has been noticing the empty seat. I've definitely had a pretty significant uptick of um, our membership coming in and uh, expressing their concern with the uh, state of the Ag Department and the notice of not having an Ag Commissioner uh, really in place for some time. And the county could be at risk of losing reimbursements from the state to carry out programs that only a qualified Ag Commissioner can properly certify. Deputy CEO Sherry Johnson says it's critical to fill the role soon. If the position is not filled, the county will begin to lose access to critical state funding for the department's programs. This position is very specialized and requires licenses and certificates that are, are issued by the state to individuals um, to be qualified for these classifications. There are a very limited number of qualified applicants throughout the state. In an interview later in the week, Supervisor Glenn McCordy elaborated on some of the reimbursement opportunities the county could be missing without an ag commissioner. There's a, a couple things. There, there's the unclaimed fuel tax. So a certain amount of fuel tax gets paid to fuels that end up in farm vehicles and they're not really on the road. And the state holds that money and then they reimburse the county through uh, a couple of programs, most of them centered around pesticide use enforcement. It's a couple hundred thousand dollars at least. McCordy said only a licensed ag commissioner can sign up for state-funded programs like nursery inspections and setting traps for invasive species. And that's how you pay your, your staff is in part is, is not through just the county general fund, but the monies that you also get for participating in these uh, state programs. So in some respects, again, you know, Mendocino County is an agent for the state, so that's how it's designed to be. You have to have an ag commissioner to really be that linkage to get the programs running. Nobody else can do it except for the ag commissioner's office. Bohr has a sense of urgency. I think there's a lot at stake uh, with losing significant funding uh, coming from the California Department of Food and Ag and other programs, not just that are impactful to agriculture, but to our weights and measures and all our constituency that depends upon those, whether that's grocery sales, gas stations, the cannabis department. And anything that's going to be dependent upon that weights and measures department is going to see an impact potentially as well. If we had a major pest issue like we did several years back, um, I really don't have faith that our county could overcome that uh, like we did at the time. We've had a very strong ag commissioner uh, with the European grapevine moth outbreak that actually put Mendocino County ahead of the curve compared to our adjoining neighboring counties. So there is significant... um, issue there with not having a commissioner that you are well aware of. Supervisor Dan Jurdy thinks the problem is largely due to the state's elaborate set of requirements for a job that's key to agricultural economies. He'd like to see fewer certifications and more qualified applicants. Any members of the public that would like to join the board in lobbying to change the state law are welcome. You know, it's state law that requires that this one single department head have what I would call like three dozen merit badges in obscure things that no one person really needs to know, all these little programs. Um, You know, the state 
when it's hiring a director of a state agency, doesn't require that that state agency director know every single function of every employee in their department. But that's what the state of California is requiring of the 58 ag commissioners in this state. So it, it unnecessarily narrows the pool of applicants. So maybe you can get someone who has all the merit badges, or maybe you can hire a good manager, but to find someone who's both a good manager and has all the merit badges is almost impossible unless you're willing to pay ridiculous sums of money. The county had a string of chaotic relationships with ag commissioners during and after the rollout of 10A17, the Cannabis Cultivation Ordinance. Chuck Morse served as ag commissioner from 2012 until January of 2017. His assistant, Diane Curry, served in an interim capacity until Joe Moreo of Modoc County stepped in for a total of five days in March of 2018. Curry, by then a fully qualified ag commissioner, took over and was quickly ousted amid cannabis-infused turmoil at the end of the month. Harinder Graywall served for a year and then embarked on a lengthy legal battle with the county. Jim Donnelly served briefly, and then Mendocino County shared a commissioner with Sonoma County. McCordy attributes the historical chaos to efforts at the time to place cannabis regulation under the ag department, where it no longer resides. But he believes that the high cost of housing remains a significant stumbling block. Even recruiting companies have not been able to turn up a viable candidate. Behind the scenes, I've certainly talked to a lot of people going all the way to the top to, to Karen Ross, who's <laughs> the Secretary of Agriculture, to discuss this. It's recognized as a problem statewide, and, and she didn't. It, I didn't get much more than the equivalent of, gee, that's really too bad, but there's not a lot we can do about it at this time, so there's not a lot of people. And then younger members of the Ag Commissioner's offices are finding it very difficult to, to want to move around with young families and especially come here if they're, they're coming to from a place where housing and living expenses are lower. Bohr offered to put her Farm Bureau contacts to use and invited collaboration from the county. I would encourage and welcome uh, outreach from the CEO's office to date. I, I don't believe that has happened to work with us at Farm Bureau and to have a conversation about what's been done, what hasn't been done and how we can potentially use our contacts through the state organizations that we work with uh, to look for a solution. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.